All right, Trons, this is Narf and Anton um, with our rules, vote, uh, results podcast coming at you probably a good two months after the first one because it took Anton forever to put the poll out. So how are you doing, Anton? I'm sorry. It took you how long to schedule a podcast? You asked me a week ago when to schedule, and I got back to you with a date, and it was today. Okay. Well, let me ask you a better question. How long after we recorded the last one did you actually distribute it? That took me at least a week, and I did no production value whatsoever. Way but more. It took than you way more than that to to even get like the voting poll up. Okay, listen. I have a feeling that if we start debating which one of us sucks more, this probably will never end. It's the off season. I mean, you, you gotta take a break sometimes. Okay, my position is that I am the one who sucks less. Okay, I disagree, but... I mean, I can be dissuaded, but oh, I, and that's my starting position. I mean, it took you, like, Priest had to email you off the thread to get you to actually do something. Is that true? Yes. Oh, that is true. Good job, yes, Priest. Yes, we put the, the rules pot out, and then, like, a month later, Priest was like, I think people are forgetting what we're actually voting on. Why don't you let us vote now? That was a fair point. Okay, I will allow that... On certain occasions, I suck as much as you do. Okay, fine. So we we can we can be even in that regard. Yeah. So how do we want to how do we want to do this? Do we want to get into the results? Yeah, I we mean, don't have a lot of precedent for this since last year's podcast was unfortunately canceled. Right, but it featured Frogger. You couldn't even book Frogger this year. Uh yeah, Frogger's busy. He's a, he's a pro athlete now. It's in season. He was pro athlete last year. Yeah, but we did this like last year, like a week before the season started, I think. That's fair. Okay, so <coughs> we have eight total rules that we voted on. Okay. I will tell you ahead of time that exactly half of them passed. Ooh, but that's going to be a spoiler come the eighth one. I know. Um, but the eighth one was Lamb Chop's suggestion anyway, so how much does anyone really care? I don't even remember what his suggestion was. See, then you, nothing will be spoiled. Okay. Um, exactly... So, so the league has four new rules. Four new rules. Four new right. rules. You want to hit us with the first one? Well, let's get into it. So, okay. the the first one would have the first two would have been ones that fundamentally changed the league the most, changing the playoff structure. Okay. By an incredibly narrow margin, neither one of them passed. Okay, and what were the two suggestions? Like you higher want, seed chooses who they play, and top right, two teams either, advance, right? Either top choose, top seed chooses a matchup, or highest two scores advance. I do not remember what I voted on. Do you have like the results in front you of you? You voted in favor of both. Oh, and I didn't win. Uh, you didn't win. In fact, you and Hudson were the only guys who voted in favor of both. Good. I mean, good minds think alike. But uh, the and they were Hudson's suggestions, weren't they? Didn't he propose these? Yeah, more or less. Someone okay. else put on it too. So the suggestion for the two highest scores to just advance, you and Hudson were the only people to vote for it. That doesn't seem like a narrow margin, then. Well, that one wasn't. I don't <laughs> got two votes, two to ten. The one to have <laughs> players choose their own matchups got five votes. Okay. And for a while, it was looking like it was going to pass. Oh, so Moose voted against it? He was the it last one? Three, it got three early votes. And then you, Vigo, and Moose were the last ones left. You voted for it, and Moose and Vigo shot it down. Who were the other people that voted for it besides myself you, and Hudson? You, Hudson, Fuse, oh. Lamp Chop, oh. and Choir Boy. 
that's not a great group of people. So you are in a group of people <laughs> where Choir Boy is your only salvation. No, Hudson's fine, man. It just, it just includes both Fuse and Lamb Shop. I don't Hudson, like to be on that side of the fence. Hudson, if you're listening, I agree that you are fine, man. <laughs> Um, all right, so neither neither of those. Uh, neither passed. we would not be fundamentally changing our playoff system. But maybe Choir Boy had some like economics data to prove that's a better model to do it. You never know. Well, if only there were a mechanism to share that data with the rest of us. Okay. You know, By the way, Priest fat. and Choir Boy both have all my lifetime data. I sent it to them like th- three or four months ago, and neither has produced anything yet. So I'm sure when you guys listen to this, like. What was the deadline for them to produce something awesome with it? Was it next season? I don't remember. Well, there's got to be a deadline. Okay. Um, so let's say before the draft. Guys, I'm all about infographics. Your work doesn't even have to be that good as long as the infographics are well done. That's true, actually. Oh, I should start making infographics for this. Listen, don't overextend yourself. You're you you weigh down right now as it is. I, I have to add one new thing each year though so like infographics this year you added getting married that's that's that doesn't count compared to this that's true i just okay look you know i take it back take as much upon yourself as you want yeah i mean i should play it safe especially with like my new job and stuff but i'm definitely going to add at least something and it may or may not be infographics okay well you think about it all right and we'll move on to the next rule suggestion do it this was rather uncontroversial. Extend the trade deadline one week. I'm guessing this passed. This passed. Ten to two. All right. Who voted, voted against it? Moose? Voted against it. Vigo. What the... Why do, you, why do you even care on this, Vigo? And Hudson. So Hudson's 0 for 3. Hudson is 0 for 3. <laughs> All right. He's the only one. Who's... He's, he's a radical thinker, though, for this league in terms of fantasy rules. So I appreciate that. You know, look, some of these are not maybe bad ideas. They're just, you know, a little before their time. I, I agree. The The playoff reformats are not bad ideas. But well, I'm sure we'll be revisiting. Maybe in a few years from now. Okay. Um, the next one was to allow draft pick wait, trade. Wait. Can we, can we back one second? Do we remember yeah. what week the trade deadline was before, anyway? I don't even remember. Like, week was, 9, week 10? Point, I don't remember. It was at some point in November. That's all I know. It's somewhere between, like, 8, 9, and 10, I think. Wherever it is, I will move it forward 1. Okay. All right. The next rule change was to allow draft pick trading. Are we? Do we know if ESPN can do this? Well... Have to find a way to make it work because it passed unanimously. Okay, okay. Well, that's good because you can already do this just behind the scenes. Like you right. don't. So I'm not even sure what we were voting on here. Like I'm not certain how we're going to implement it. At worst, people who traded will just tell each other who to pick and then trade those players. Right, which has already been done on multiple occasions. Right. So at worst, that's what will happen. Okay, and at best, Maybe there's a better way. You'll actually make. A, something happen on the draft app. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't count on it because I only have like three more months to yeah, figure that's, it out. That's a lot of time. Um, it's not that much time. Unanimous. Okay, so we're, we're unanimous two, two for, two against so far. The, Don't I, keep track because that'll help with the spoilers. I feel like the two that we passed have like literally zero effect on the league though. That's probably <laughs> why they passed. <laughs> like nothing is different right now. No one wanted to shoot down everything. No one voted no on everything. Okay. In fact, no one voted for fewer than 
three rules, I think. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, you you wanna you wanna guess who who the biggest curmudgeons were who voted no the most? Oh. It's uh, let me tell you right now, it's a two way tie. And you're saying these people had five no's? These people had five no's and three yeses. All right. Well, we. Oh already... no, I'm sorry. It's a three way tie. Three way tie with five no's. We already have four votes. So who voted no? Oh shit! No, I'm sorry. It's a, <laughs> it's a four way tie. Are you Are you sure it's not a like a five way tie? Look, this simple matrix is incredibly <laughs> hard to read. It should be an infographic. It should be. It is, actually, but it should be a better one. It should be a better infographic. So it's now a four-way tie? It's a four-way all-curmudgeon team. Um, who voted no? Vigo. Vigo's already, Vigo. got, Vigo's Vigo. already got three no's. Uh, yeah. Um, who was the other person that voted no to the to the trade deadline pass? I already don't remember. It's two no's. One was Vigo. One was... Oh, fuck. This is great podcast material. Um... I'm uh, riveted. Okay, Vigo, I'm going to throw Lionel in there. That's a good guess, but you're wrong. Okay, Yoni. No. Actually, no, Yoni's kind of progressive about this shit. Or he thinks he's progressive about this shit. Um, Vigo, Priest. No. Anton. Yes. Okay, <laughs> my percentage is great. Um, actually, maybe me. I don't think I voted yes for that many things. I named everyone in the league yet. No, it wasn't you. Okay, I've got Vigo and already have you already have four yeses. Oh, I, wait, who did I get? Who was it? Four for four on yeses. Oh, oh, me. You personally have voted for every rule we've discussed so far. <laughs> good, good point. Um, but who are my yeses? Apparently, if the vote were held today, you would be completely different. Who, who are my curmudgeons? I've already got yeses on Vigo and Priest. No, me. Oh, me. you, Vigo and you, Noah. Noah is the third. And uh, Moose. That's right. I was going to put you out of your misery after that guess. I anyway. got it. I got it. Who was the second person to vote no for the trade deadline besides Vigo, though? Hudson. Hudson, right. Oh, right, because Hudson's lost on everything so far. Okay. Should have gotten that. All right, well. Move on. Move on. To Yoni's suggestion to raise the top-level QB bonus to 450 yards. I'm going to guess this passed. This passed overwhelmingly. 11 to 1. With the one no being? Dr. Noah Ryback. Oh, what's his reasoning for that? Did you bring it up? I don't think we got his reasoning for that. I think, um, no, I, don't, I didn't even ask him. So last year, I mean, Noah had good quarterbacks last year. He had Brady and RG3, I think. Maybe he just wants to keep his quarterback scoring higher. I don't know. I think the cat's out of the bag on quarterbacks being important in our league. Um, yeah, I started the trend on that, and as the only media presence, I think I have a decent influence over. He was the, the worldwide leader in legends of trust. The events, the events of the league. Um, yes, quarterbacks are in fact important um, in fantasy football in our league in particular. And this four fifty bonus probably isn't going to have as big an effect as like I wonder. Like I could actually pull data very easily, or Priest or CB could. Like how many times a quarterback actually hit between. Four four hundred and four forty nine. Like it's not that. You talk about it like Excel just has a little pull data button. Yeah, um, uh, I don't think it's gonna have a big impact. Well, I guess we'll find out. I don't either, but it'll probably affect maybe one game. So that's at least that's at least the first rule change is actually a rule change. Yes. All right. So we've got three S's, and the sixth rule. 
The sixth rule is the Narf Memorial rule. I'm pretty sure I voted no for this. And I hope most everyone else did also. You did vote no for this. And thankfully, most everyone else did too. This People actually voted yes for this? This was voted down um, nine to three. So three yeses. Oh, those NARF supporters out there. That's right. Your biggest fans <laughs> in this league, or the people who foresee horrendous luck in their own future, are Priest. Oh, I, Priest has always been a NARF fan, so I'd take that. Is that right? And Priest has awful luck, so that, that's a, that, that makes sense on both, both cases. Has he really always been a NARF fan? Oh, I think so. Um, Fuse. Okay, he has bad luck. And Choirboy. Yeah. Choirboy's kind of in there, too. Okay. Um, Everyone else voted it down. I assume on Noah's reasoning of we don't need unlikely events to create rule changes. I think that's fair. Okay. Uh, The next one was, I think, Hudson's suggestion of raising the buy-in to $40. I voted no for this. You did. Um, This was dramatic because it got a lot of early votes. Early voters are big on raising the buy-in. Interesting. So it got it was five against two for raising the buy-in. And then everyone who voted late voted this down and it didn't pass. Good. It was uh, seven to five against. Oh, so it was a run of five straight no's? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. The people voting for this were Lionel, Lampchop, Hudson, Fuse, and Yoni. Yeah, I could have actually... I probably could have predicted those five people, if you if you yeah. give me a second. Lionel always complains about how small O'Brien is. Hudson and Fuse, like, same thing. Um, Yoni just likes gambling, and Lampchop thinks, he's, uh, and Lampchop thinks is, he's gonna win every year. Yeah, well, he's also in business. Right. Um, are Hudson and Fuse just involved in so many money-related sports things that yeah. They don't want this to feel like chump change. Have Hudson and Fuse voted together on everything? They have not. Oh, okay. I thought they had. Um, no, actually not very much at all. Oh, okay. So I'm wrong on that. So, anyway, the late voters came to continue to play mostly for pride. I, I agree. Like, we've got a good thing going. And I don't think the difference between 25 and 40 is really that much, but... I mean, it's, we have a good enough thing going. You can't put a price on the shame that I feel when you, I lose in this league. Exactly. And that. Wait, did you, you didn't make the playoffs last year, did you? No. Are you a funny person? I, I, I can't remember. Oh, right. Like, who did you have last year? You had Rogers, right? Who. I'm not into like my mindset of knowing every player yeah. on every team. It turns out that as you had Rogers and Jimmy Graham. You had as, right. as important as quarterbacks are to the, to success in this league. Quarterbacks with only one working shoulder are not very important. Why? Who is your second quarterback? Is someone awful? I pulled data to make sure that that was true. Yeah, you hit the pull data button on Excel. That's right. Who are your running backs? I remember they were bad too, right? I've blocked out the entirety of my fantasy football experience right. the last two years. Right. I have no idea. All right. I just remember that between my two quarterbacks, only three shoulders function. Okay. Well, that's not the worst ratio. Well, I guess. All right. All right. So the very last, don't do the math. The very last rule change suggestion is Lamp Chops to change to fractional scoring, meaning tenths of a point. This was a close one, and it squeaked by uh, seven to five. We will now have decimals. I, vo- I think I voted no for this. 
Uh, you did. So did I. Good. You, me, Moose, Yoni, and Lionel. But if we vote together as the media and league coordinator, does not like combine to be a super vote? Uh, I think that's a rule change. We'll have <laughs> Can to. we vote on that? <laughs> if only we could. Also, were these measured in like single votes or like singular transferable vote bullshit that Scamp impl- implemented that one year? These were measured in fractional votes. <laughs> fractional votes. Probably. But only after that one passed. So we have fractional scoring now. I mean, oh my god, you made me remember it, Scamps. Jesus, he read like, about game theory like one day and said, "Yeah, you had to, you had to rank everyone then, in your first through fourth choice." It took and like, like four hours, and they had to retire into the little room three different times. Yeah, and, and no one had any clarity or understanding of what happened. I think that really hurt the program. <laughs> and then the next year, our first vote was voting on how to vote, and it was amazing. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm glad that. We run this league marginally, marginally better, better than, than Scamp ran Tron. That yeah. Scamp hijacked Tron and convinced everyone into thinking he was doing a good thing. Yeah, that's all right. I like Scamp. It's political skill. Who doesn't like Scamp? Uh, well, he- um, so I, t- I told you about running into uh, a current Tron, right? E- Wait, a current Tron? Well, I just graduated. Tron. Yeah, um, that kid in New York, right? Who- is it Akon? Is that his name? I don't know. I know who he is. His name's Nadav, <laughs> I think, but I don't know. Dav Pearl? Yeah, he wears like a funny hat, right? He wears a hat. I, I wasn't amused by it, his uh, hat. Okay. It, he's good also, I think. He's a lefty. He's he's pretty good. I think so, he was their and best the player. And the only alumni listening should know this, cause, so you can get angry along with me. For, for those that don't, haven't been following, Tron went to D3 Nationals, and they finished fifth. The D3 national champion is, you know. I don't know. Bentley. Oh, they won? Bentley won D3 nationals. Oh, what the fuck? So I played against this kid who we think is Nadav and whose hat may or may not be amusing in a spring league game in New York. Okay. And there was some other recent Banshee on his team and there's an old Banshee, older Banshee on my team and they were talking so I introduced myself and I asked him what year they were and he said he just graduated and I said oh you guys had a pretty good year and he said oh yes we did the best ever yeah that's fucking bullshit fifth at nationals that's what he said those were his words the best ever fifth at nationals and I punched him in his unfunny hat face did you? Then I wanted to punch him so bad. Yeah. Uh, Fucking D3 Nationals is useless. His fifth at Nationals is worse than our fourth in Boston back in the day. Yeah, that's actually They were definitely not top four in Boston. And they weren't top one in Waltham. Um, Right. Yeah, they lost a fucking Bentley. I gave him shit. And he said, well, it's not fair because Bentley's a business school and they have all these grad students. And that's why they're better. Is Bentley a business they have school? Who the fuck goes gets an MBA at Bentley? People who are bad at business. Right. Um, weird. I bet Lamb Chop spits and then walks on those people's faces at his company. Um, I would assume so. Wow. Yeah. Is that, yeah. That's like that's not good. Like they didn't even play against good teams or like real schools. To, to no. Get at there. some point, when, when does that? When do you make the choice after sectionals? No, before D- sectionals, you play D three sectionals. Okay, so before sectionals, they said we don't want to play the teams in our section that we can't beat 
because we're bad. We want to play only shitty teams for the remainder of the season exclusively and then declare it to be the best year ever. Well, if that was their goal, I mean, they can... really rubbed me the wrong way. Also, he was better at Ultimate than I was, but... That I'm not surprised by. But you beat his team? Yes. And he only scored on me once. Are Fuse and Hudson playing Spring League also? They are. There's a decent Tron, like, showing in, like, mod uh, Yeah, it's not bad. Their, their team, I don't think their team's doing too well in well, the spring. They do have Fuse and Hudson, so how could they be? But Fuse said uh, he was just back from injury. I think uh, we played him in one of his first games back from injury. Fuse is um, bad. He was out from, like, a year or two with, like, a serious, like, broken ankle, I think. Like, But, um, I mean, I'm glad he's back and, like, can play again. But, yeah. He was at the alumni game. Went... Did we do our last pod pre-alumni game or post-alumni game? Oh, post. You gave me the recap. Okay, that we won, but it was a good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is that is what happened. Um, and I said I'm going to make it to one more. So next year. So wasn't there the last question about like if people could draft in person? Did you leave yeah, that so out the on purpose? Question was, on purpose? I mean, uh, no. We'll, we'll get to it right now. Okay. <laughs> oh, right now. Pretty wide open. So you know, we have to assume that this is going to be over-representative of who can actually make it any given weekend. The question was, is it more likely than not that you would attend a live draft somewhere <coughs> in the Northeast? Okay. Um, and we said eight is critical mass. Okay. And nine people answered yes. Did the I answer yes? You answered yes. Okay. Because presumably you could just Uber yourself up there. Yeah, it's actually looking more like I can be free then, so I think I'll be able to make it. Alright, so everyone answered yes except for Lamb Chop, Noah, Come on. and Choir Boy. All the people who don't live. The people that have to fly? Yeah. Basically. Noah and CB had both said on the air they would make it happen. Well, the tough thing for Noah is that he also comes out for Wildwood. Okay, so he has to fly twice. That's right, not tough. the hardest thing in the world to do. Two different friendships. Are you hearing a loud, fast clicking? Oh, yeah, my mic's been doing that off and on. I didn't realize you could hear that. Yeah, well, just so you're aware. Okay. Maybe we're being tapped. Wait, do you hear it again now? Yeah, I do. Oh. All right. That's Okay, so should we recap the new state of the league? I'm more upset at Noah for not coming to this live draft. All right, so nine, nine people... Out of a minimum eight. So I don't know where we go from here. I guess we we do a doodle with some potential weekends. Okay. And okay. have, could you make it to Maine that weekend? Could you make it to New York that weekend? There's only one weekend I can do it. At all? Correct. What weekend is that? Labor Day weekend. What is Labor Day weekend? The last weekend of August. Um, isn't that... It's a week before the NFL starts. Like, the NFL starts that Thursday. It's the perfect time to draft. Oh, dude. You know what that is. Your well, I'll put this way. Your yeah, anniversary? What was I doing last year on Labor Day? I'm well aware, but... It's my that, first wedding anniversary. Is that supposed to be a big deal or something? And the weekend before then... I, I will be podcasting on my first actual wedding, let alone anniversary. Like, come on. I don't... Okay. Were you supposed to go away or something? No. But I'll be gone the previous weekend, too. It would be very tough to get away. Okay, so where are you going the previous weekend? To New Orleans. Okay, so I'm also busy the previous weekend at a wedding. Is it in New Orleans? It's in Chicago. Oh, fuck. 
those are the only two weekends you can do. If you draft a weekend before that, you're drafting three weeks out. Like, training camp has barely started, and it's too early. That's going to make it tough. So I'll make I'll make a doodle. I think I'm, I'm guessing Labor Day is also going to make it tough for a lot of people to do it because people have plans. Or easy because it's a long weekend. Or easy. That's true. I will give you that. It will be either hard or easy. Correct. It won't be average. <laughs> That's right. So, um, I'll, so we'll do a second. Make a second doodle for doodle. those two weekends um, at the two locations. I mean, I'll throw a Philly in also, but that doesn't really make sense for anyone. So I'll take that back unless you want me to. No, I figure if we're going somewhere where a lot of people don't already live, it should be Maine because Yoni's been inviting us forever. And if we're going to have it where the most people live, it's got to be New York. The only so there's downside, what, five of us in New York? There's you, of us? you, Lionel, Hudson Fuse is four. Vigo lives close in New Jersey. I think that's, am I forgetting someone? I don't think so. I think that's it. I think there's only four of you that live in the real city and then Vigo and then like, Right. Priest is in DC. I'm here. Like that's kind of close enough. Yeah. So there'll be more doodles to come, guys. All right. So doodles for for that. The only thing I'm concerned about for Yoni's though is like, are we gonna have to like censor ourselves being around like his wife and kids the whole time? Well, I don't think we would do the actual draft around his wife and kids. But like the weekend, like I don't want to have to. At certain like, points, you would be around small children. As long as I can do and say whatever I want around them, I'm okay with it. That's not generally how being around small children works. <laughs> it really depends on the parenting philosophy here. That's fair. Um, I mean, I think they're fairly liberal parents. Okay. But well, I don't know if they're the, as liberal as your mouth wants them to be. Definitely the draft. Um, and, and I guess the other thing, besides the doodle of if you can go then, would be making sure like the people that can't go are around that weekend to like call in or, or just do it online or something okay so it, it's, it's gonna be very difficult i'm guessing yeah so this is what i think we'll do we'll do a three a three option doodle for that range of weekends basically can you go to maine can you go to new york are you available to draft from home okay yep and this will take you what a month two months this to will take me roughly a month and a half to set up okay perfect. listen the doodle software does not have a pull data button. Right. Cause it's I not have to like, enter that shit all on my own. It's not like if anyone wants to do buy flights for this, they won't need to have time to do that. I Don't flights get cheaper over time because of the price of gas? I think so. That Sounds like something that's a thing. Okay. Um, that works for me. So, cool. I feel like this was like the shortest podcast ever, and we we only had about five minutes of content anyway. Yeah, that's... that's <laughs> the that's... majority of this short podcast has been nothing. Well, let me ask you this. Okay. Um, you're much busier than you were last summer. I, that's correct. So how are you going to spend your limited time resources as far as scouting and draft preparation? I'm worried. I, I don't. I honestly don't. Well, let's know. start with this. What was your routine last summer? So last summer, starting in training camp, I would listen to about two hours of podcasts a day. Mm -hmm. um, check like three or four draft sites. Watch Hard Knocks, and that's how you learn about players. Um, how many of the training camps did you personally visit? Zero. I've never been to NFL training camp. Really? It seems boring. Why would I want to watch like them practice? I went to Eagles camp once, and it was fun. Yeah, I believe that it is fun, actually. But I've still never gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jason Avant was the first player I saw a lot. By, by the way, Riley Cooper was at the, our Uber Atlantic City launch party over the weekend. 
um, and tweeted at the one black guy on our Uber team. He tweeted at him? Yeah, he tweeted, thanks for the swag, bro, because we gave away a lot of swag to important people. Okay, so let me, is this, at the event, did he approach this guy and see, sir, excuse me, I, ha- I can't help but notice that you're black. <laughs> I, do- I was not there Which person. mind giving me your Twitter <laughs> handle so that I may use you as a prop in my ongoing public relations campaign? I feel like it was very similar that that's what happened. You think that's what? Well, because how how would he? How else would he get his hand handle? You can't just go Google black guy on the Uber team. Well, there's not that many of them. Um, but yeah, but how good do you think Riley Cooper's internet skills are? Exactly. I don't know how he got his Twitter Twitter handle. I unfortunately was not there. Your Twitter handle? What? Did he get your Twitter handle? Do you have a Twitter handle? I do, but I don't use Twitter. Um, I, I follow some celebrities, but not really, and I don't tweet ever. I follow like some people and like ultimate leagues and things that tell me when courts are closed yeah i mean like twitter's useful but it's also not useful i don't actually understand what to tweet yeah so exactly i never anything that i think about maybe tweeting i never do and then it's it's, it's hard to pull the trigger and actually send so, a tweet. uh dana carvey follows me on twitter really yeah well my other my other i podcast... assume because he personally really likes him that's probably true are you sure it's the real him he thinks I'm hilarious. Yeah, because he has the thing that says it's the real thing. So I don't know if this was going to surprise a lot of people. This is actually not my most successful podcast. It's it's sad to say, but Curbcast, my long-running Curb Your Enthusiasm podcast, actually has like over a thousand Twitter followers. Over a thousand Twitter followers? Wait, your podcast has a Twitter account. Curbcast, yeah. And that is because um, my co-caster, Mike, wrote a script that anytime someone mentions Curb Your Enthusiasm on Twitter, we automatically retweet it, and then people follow us. Doesn't that violate the Twitter terms of service? I have no idea, but we haven't gotten big enough to get shut down yet. Maybe we will in the future. Okay, as your attorney, I'm going to advise you to look into that. Oh, I actually had another legal question the other day, but I forgot what it was. So. Oh, come on! It, could, it, it, couldn't, have been, it couldn't have been that important. Uh, uh, have you committed any crimes recently? No, I'm too busy at work. I mean, work. you totally have. I'm too busy at work to do non-work things. I've no moved. one does not commit crimes well, every day. I did win $900 in Atlantic City last weekend. It was fucking Damn. awesome. Yep. Are I you d- over 21? I am over 21. I put. I won $300 playing. So I bought it for $300. Went, sit down to play blackjack at a handicap table, which is quite annoying. It was very low to the ground, but I had to do it. Um, got up to 300 and I was like, good, I won my 300, I'm set. And then at the very end of the night, I just threw all 600 on roulette, doubled that shit up. That's how people make money, guys. By doubling it up? Yeah, you just put it doubling all Doubling your money tends spin. to increase it by Ex- a significant amount. Exactly. It was amazing. So you playing blackjack with actual handicapped people? No, it was it was me and my whole like work team that was down there. But the only open Wait, table... Wait, hold on. Are you saying Uber doesn't hire handicapped people? <laughs> um... Were you, wait, hold on. There are zero handicapped people that you work in the Philly one, office. You only have one black guy, and you hire. You don't, as a policy, hire any handicapped people, even though there's a special table for them? I don't know if that's a policy. I know that it was the only table that had a dealer that was full open that we could all just sit down at. Wow. There were some like really sad, would-be handicapped gamblers in the corner just look staring daggers at you guys for taking their seats. Probably. I, I guess we didn't... Yeah, do you think we should have left it open for them? Is it like that type of situation? 
I think you should have given them your nine hundred dollars. Is what they I didn't think. like the the dealer and like the pit manager did not stop us from sitting there, so they should have stopped us if we couldn't if we couldn't. Well, they sound like biggest. I mean, you should have given them your money and probably a position with your company. Um, the blackjack dealers. No, the, oh, the handicap people. But we can't hire handicap people. <laughs> Apparently not. Our office is upstairs. There's no elevator. How are they going to get to work? Now you're definitely breaking some laws. That's a law to have an office without an elevator? It's the this is Americans with Disabilities Act. So how do buildings without elevators exist? There's some exceptions for historic, like old buildings. How do like apartment buildings without elevators exist? They're by being old. By being older than our respect for the handicapped. So any building new has to have an elevator? I mean, if you're going to build a shack in your backyard with a second floor, it doesn't necessarily have to have an elevator. But most buildings for the commercial use of significant numbers of people pretty much have to have some kind of handicapped access. Oh, that's so inefficient. Well, the handicapped are inefficient. Oh, my God. Well, anyway, back to original topic. Um, I don't know. Wanted to be fully efficient, they would have to be fully capped. I guess that's true. They couldn't be handicapped. Well, I don't know how prepared I'll be for the draft this year, but being prepared doesn't do me any good anyway, so I'm not sure what the difference is. Yeah, well, I'm totally discouraged because the last two years I've used completely different approaches and neither one of them worked. What are your approaches? Draft bad two, players? Two years ago I said I'm, I'm overdo it and you know, second guess picks and it turns out badly, so I'm just going to go on gut. And then last year, I decided to really look in the advanced <coughs> try to find sleepers and all that. And apparently, both approaches lead to sucking. You have to go in with a game plan. Like, especially, so especially now that we know ahead of time what your order is, like, you have to have the first, like, five rounds mapped out, like, exactly what position and what type of player you want in each round. Like, it's really not that hard to do. You do enough mocks on ESPN, you read the expert stuff, like... Like, our league just skews quarterbacks early, but, like, every league is, like, the same players are drafted in the same order basically everywhere. Like, there's not that much variation. Okay, I want to I do this. I'm going to give you a couple of key players, probably, probably Eagles, and I want you to tell me what round they're going. Ooh, right now? I'm so unprepared. Yeah. That's a good game. Okay. Yeah. Nick Foles. <laughs> oh, that's, that, that's a good question. Um, Nick Foles... Goes in the fourth round. Fourth round. Wow. What do you think? That's high or low? I think. I think he's probably. I don't know. I think he's probably gone in the third, but I'm not sure. I, I thirds. Thirds. I think is too high for him. Third is he's where. He's got like, a high variance. Third is where like Russell Wilson and like Andrew Luck are going to go, and he's. He, I don't think people will take him above them. You don't think people will take him above Russell Wilson? Um, definitely I, not. Definitely not. Right. I don't think I would draft Nick Foles over Russell Wilson right now. I mean, it might be different. He's um, literally twice as tall as Russell Wilson. Correct. But, so Russell Wilson's got Percy Harvin coming back. Nick Foles is losing to Sean. Like, Dude, whatever. Jordan Matthews is going to be the greatest receiver in the league. I'm, I'm big on the Eagles draft. Are you, are you big on the draft? I, I, I like the draft. I wasn't crazy about the first pick but they yeah they, the, the they, linebacker everyone says was a stretch whatever the the wideouts are good we picked up a safety in the third round like well, then not you know not because i know or don't know that he sucks but it's just if that's the consensus why not trade down unless they really know something that the media didn't know yeah 
Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited about Matthews. I think they, they had a really solid draft in the middle rounds. All right, so give, give me another another player, and I'll predict around. We've got Nick Foles going in the fourth. Um, Macklin. Yeah, that's tough. Um, I'm gonna say sixth. Sixth round. Top top. How many receivers? See a top like fifteen guy for you? Oh hell no. Top twenty five? No. He's not top twenty five. He's the number one receiver on the Eagles, right? I'm not sure he is. I think Riley Cooper. The number put, one. I think Riley Cooper puts up better fantasy numbers than Macklin this year. Really? Yeah. You really have that much faith in Riley Cooper? No, I just don't have a lot of faith in Macklin. I, is it because of the it, because of the excellent judgment he shows in, in tweeting at, in tweeting at our black guy? Yeah. Um. So I think Macklin is somewhere between like uh somewhere between twenty five and thirty five. I think is where Macklin is. Um, it's do, easier than you think to name good receivers that like can push him farther down. All right. Do you think Darren Sproles has a, is a, is a, a a fantasy starter on someone's team this year? What does that mean? Like, will he start any? He will, I think he will start at least one game. Yes. No. Will he start more often than not? Because he might so have the end problem up being with that question, number two threat, right? The problem with that question is he's going to be in the number two, number three range, and it's going to depend more on whose team he's on and who they have than him. Like, do I think he will finish as a top twenty-four running back? Um, yeah, I, I think he will finish somewhere between like twentieth and twenty-fifth, maybe even somewhere between like fifteenth and twenty-fifth if he has a real good season. Right. But I, but you can finish twentieth, and it doesn't mean you're going to start if someone's got two good running backs ahead of you. That's fair. All right, last question. I'm really liking this format, by the way. One of my ideas for this next round of podcasts was like have the actual hosts like ask me more questions than the other way around, so I can like answer them. It's good. It, it is good. I need to mix things up. Okay. By by the way, Tron ranks is definitely going to be people bringing Tron ranks to me this year. I'm done thinking up those questions. So you have to bring your own, or do you want people to submit them and then you'll pull them out of a hat? Oh no, no, you bring your own Tron ranks. If and if you want to think one up on the spot right now, we can do it too. But keep going. Uh-huh. So you don't have it, to. I think that takes something away, though. To what? Well, because it takes away the 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 on the spot nature of someone's picking. It takes away the on spot nature of the co-host and adds the on spot nature of the narf. So it's a one for one trade. But see, I trust you more than the co-host to genuinely kind of rethink your choices on the spot based on the conversation that's happening. Okay. Whereas I think if the co-host comes in with his own question, he's basically going to have his three and three picked out in his head. That's, okay, so maybe I'll go back on Tron Ranks, but all right, let's continue. What was, what was the next question you're going to ask? Desha- Deshaun, man. What's Deshaun going to do? What's he going to do? Are we talking fantasy or are we talking real NFL? Both. Either. They're somehow related. In some ways, yes. Um, I think Deshaun will be a fourth round fantasy pick. Um, I could see him going third round, honestly. Does he go before, what's his name? Garcon? That's it's a good question. Um, I personally would take Pierre Garcon over Deshaun Jackson. I'm not sure if everyone in the league would do the same thing. Um, I've never been that high on Deshaun. Like, last year he had a great year in the Chip Kelly offense, for sure, but 
that was his only season above like 1,100 yards receiving. It's just, like his, he's never had big touchdown numbers. Like I don't know, he's not consistent. There's too many things that can go wrong with him, injury wise, game plan wise, like personality wise. I don't know. I, I would go Garcon. I think Garcon's good. All right. I want that team to be a disaster so bad, and they probably will be. They probably will be, but I think I said it before. Like, if everything goes right for them, that's a really good offense. Really good offense. Okay, I'm gonna. I got one last question for you. Keep going. Um, I want you to make a prediction. Predict the biggest off-season story this year involving the Eagles. I mean, hasn't it already happened by cutting Deshaun Jackson? That doesn't count. How does that not count? Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I apologize. I used English wrong. I said off-season. I meant off the field. Okay, that's completely wrong. That's not, yeah. During the season, off the field. Riley Cooper tweeting. Now, I want you to remember that that we have at least two (coughs) UFC pretty boys who don't know how to throw footballs on our roster. Biggest off-the-field story. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, Deshaun, I mean, Deshaun was really the go-to guy for, like, off-the-field stuff. Like, I really don't think Riley Cooper's going to drop another N-bomb anywhere. Like, he can't be that stupid. No, but if he gets drunk at the club, don't you see calling Sanchez a nasty wetback? Yeah, fucking Sanchez. Do we really have... Is Sanchez really an eagle? He's really an eagle. He has a contract, and they're going to give him a jersey that says his name. Who's number... Who is he ahead of Barkley on the order, or no? I hope not. Well, I don't know. Can they both be fifth? Yeah. Do we have any... Or do we have other QBs on the roster? It's just the three of them. Um, we don't still have, like... They must have some fourth one kicking around. Didn't we sign some black quarterback who's bad... Um, who am I thinking? You're thinking of Michael Vick. No. Michael Vick. Michael Vick's going to be interesting fantasy-wise, actually. like he, he's, He'll be drafted like 7th or 8th round, and he'll definitely have good games until he gets hurt. Is he even definitely going to start? Oh, I think so. Over, um, what's his name? I, mean, I guess Gino? They, sh- they shouldn't have signed him not to start. Yeah, they but... didn't bring him in to let Geno Smith keep playing. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I guess, I guess it's got to involve Sanchez somehow, this off-the-field story. There were such not horrible backup QBs on the market. <coughs> it really makes me sad that Sanchez is an eagle. Yeah, I mean, it's after Foles, we're still not even like 100% sold on Foles yet. It, it's it's going to get bad. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think the Eagles are a playoff team this year. Do you think they intentionally signed such bad backups so that Foles' confidence wouldn't take a hit? Because you know, here's here's the theory. No, Eagles fans, but I guess possible. Okay, like like most fan bases, you know, everyone always loves the, the backup quarterback until he plays, right? And the Eagles so. have a proud tradition of loving the backup quarterback. Maybe they thought, let's have a backup quarterback so bad at football and so just abhorrent on a socioeconomic and moral level to the blue collar Philly base that they won't cheer for him to start even if Foles has a really shitty start to his year. Okay. I, I could buy and, into that theory. And who better than, than Mark Sanchez to fill that job? Well, no one better than Mark Sanchez to fill that job you just described. 
Like, no. that's true. I'll keep There's no one I can think of who's going to be a backup in the NFL this year who would be more abhorrent to Philly fans well, as a replacement. I'm not saying this at all to defend Sanchez, but he actually has won four playoff games. Like, that's more than probably 25 starting quarterbacks in the league right now. How many has Tim Tebow won? One. No. Playoff games? Yeah. One. Didn't they go to the AFC Championship? No, they beat Pittsburgh in overtime when he hit Demarius on an 80-yard bomb, and then they got crushed by New England the next weekend. Okay. And let's, then he got traded. It's late, so I don't know, but let's pretend that I just brought some hard evidence into it, and then he sucks. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that theory is definitely believable, the Sanchez-Holes situation. I just hope, I mean, if Foles, I just hope he doesn't get hurt. That's the only theory that saves any respect for the coaching staff in my eyes. I don't know. Like Chip, they seem pretty biased towards like Pac-10 players. Maybe they just like Pac-10 guys. But, but, oh, ugh. ugh, I just feel dirty. Just dirty. Well, Sanchez is dirty. He looks dirty. He is dirty. So dirty. His name That's is dirty. Riley Cooper is gonna slip up. Yeah, you're right. Right. Riley Cooper, Riley Cooper Sanchez. Yeah. Okay. Between the two of those, that's the story. I'm with you. Okay. All right, buddy. Gonna be a great year. Um, for the Eagles or for my fantasy team? Uh, hopefully for only one of those things. Okay, I will take my fantasy team because I guess you deserve you deserve a trip to the playoffs. I deserve a trip to the fucking playoffs, and the Eagles are not a Super Bowl team, so they do not like. I, don't, I mean, obviously not. Deserve a trip to the playoffs. I at this point, like I they, would, I would take an Eagles Super Bowl, but a fantasy championship, I might actually take that over an Eagles Super Bowl. Ooh, have you? Is this a new attitude? Have you have you thought that way before? No, it's not. I mean, obviously, I still take an Eagles Super Bowl over everything, but I might take a fantasy championship over an Eagles like NFC Championship game appearance. I don't know. I don't know how far I can go. Let's not. Let's not. It, let's, it's a it's a slippery slope. I don't want to go down there. Yeah. All right, cool. So, Anton, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Um, we will, you'll do some doodles, hopefully, in the near future. Do some doodles. We're waking up in a whole new league with completely new rules. So. And, and we'll, we'll take it from there. I'll pull some data in Excel, and we'll, we'll see what we come up with. All right. Sounds good, buddy. Take All care. Right. All right, you too. See ya. Bye.